Thank you for shushing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Richard Herring. I do the old the old man who drops things. Uh, welcome to the show. Look, it's all there's all this room up here. It's exciting, isn't it? Uh, this is Rich Chang's Edinburgh Fringe podcast, or as all the cool kids are calling it, Rehef. Oh, good, you are. You do know what this is. Good. There seemed to be just some confusion in your eyes when I walked on, like you were expecting someone else. Uh, uh, we uh, had a great. It was a brilliant uh, podcast yesterday. Anyone heard that with Alexi Sale? It was amazing. Oh, you got to listen to it. It was amazing. It was really good. Unfortunately. Uh, it's Peacock and Gamble today. <laughs> so, but it's kind of good because it's sort of like... Just, it mean, it's hard doing like 25 of these in 27 days, so I'm just t- 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 really treating this as a day off. Uh, it's a bit of a shame for people who've paid to come and see it, but uh, <laughs> it's, you know, I could just relax, kind of regroup a little bit, uh, and uh, it won't be very good. I mean, they're not very good, but it's nice, it's nice to help out... <laughs> Some of the other struggling podcasts. I mean, this will be good for them because some people who listen to my podcast, the thousands, tens of thousands of people who listen to my podcast might go over and, you know, if two or three of them go over to <laughs> listen, to them, that will kind of double their figures, which will be good. They, uh, no, they're good. They've, they've been nominated for the Chortle Internet Award uh, a couple of times. So uh, I can't remember who, who's won it the last three, th- for the last three years. The, the three year, the only person who's ever won it. I can't remember who it is. Uh, so, um, uh, the news today, I'm just going to tell you the news. I haven't thought about any jokes about it yet, but let's see. Uh, let's, see let's see if something comes up. It worked yesterday. Uh, Dick Van Dyke has been in a fire in his car, which is... Yeah, it's all right. He got pulled for clear. He was eight. He's, he's kind of has an odd, odd... I think there's something going on with Dick Van Dyke. Do you remember when there was a story, wasn't there, about him swimming out and being rescued by some porpoises? Do you remember that story? <laughs> that just was insane. Look at... Uh, Google it, because I can't quite remember it, and I forgot to Google it before I came here. Because uh, this is a day off for me. Uh, so <laughs> well, I, had, I actually had a... Um, well, it's, he's fine. He got pulled out of the car, but it's kind of odd. His car is completely burnt out on the, in, in L.A. Uh, but he's fine. I love Dick Van Dyke. Diagnosis murder. I like Barry Van Dyke better. Do you like Barry? You like Barry Van Dyke better than someone else's? You're a fan of Barry Van Dyke? Yeah. It's quite sexy, isn't he? But also not. Yeah. And that's what makes him sexy, I think. I love the way he's got cast in Diagnosis Murder as uh, Dick Van Dyke's son. It's brilliant casting. It's quite a wooden actor. Uh, But uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I had another idea to go to something amazing. Oh, I I had a terrible night's sleep last night, so I am a bit... Uh, this will be a bit of a weird podcast. I'm going to be a bit... I'll just gabble, unlike my usual professionalism. <laughs> if only you were here yesterday. Well, I was great. Uh, I had genuinely had a dream last night where um, I was... Uh, I think this partly comes as a bit in my show about being in a balloon. Uh, I was in a balloon, uh, like a massive hot air balloon with a stage in it, and I was doing the podcast, and Procter and Gamble were the guests. Uh, and, Ma- and Marcus Briggs I was there for some reason, but I was absolutely terrified of heights, and so I was really... I'm a bit scared of heights, but in this dream, I was terrified of falling out of the balloon. I was kind of clinging on to everything, and uh, people were trying to push me off the balloon as a joke, and I was, cry- I was literally crying. <laughs> So I'm hoping that doesn't come true today, that dream. But maybe it was a, a prophecy sort of Joseph and his amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat-style prophecy. At the end of the podcast, we might understand it. We might go, oh, that's what it meant. The balloon, the balloon symbolised his terrible opening monologue. Uh, so, <laughs> and uh, I have to say, a lot of people are still are, uh, calling me the spirit of the fringe this year. And I just, please... I want to try and nip that in the bud. Don't go around tweeting it and telling people I'm the spirit of the fringe, because that is embarrassing for me. There is a spirit of the fringe award that comes out on Saturday, and it'll be just be embarrassing for them if they pick, uh, you know, if everyone's calling the spirit of the fringe and then they don't pick me as the spirit of the fringe. So that would be, you know, I've only done it 22 times, and I've, you know, I've done three different shows this year, do a different show every day. I mean, it's not like you know, it's not like I'm just putting some tape on my face, you know. So it's. <laughs> That's what usually wins it. <laughs> He's really good. He is really good. That was a joke. So look, I think we'll get on with it and let the other let these boys be funny, but they seem quite tired as well. Uh, will you please welcome? They are best known uh, as uh, the Chortle nominated from their Chortle nominated podcast. They've been podcasting since 2007, just a year less than I have been podcasting. <laughs> will you please welcome Procter and Gamble or something? Uh, Peacock and Gamble. Here they are. They're Procter and Gamble. I'm going to tear them a new asshole. Just one between two. Hello. That was what I was going to say. 
That was going to be my warm up. I forgot. I like, tweeted that. I'm going to tear you. I'm going to tear you a new asshole. What? Today. I'm going to tear just one new asshole. You're going to have to share it between you. Thank you. Sort of pass it over. But it'll be on a little patch. I'd like a new asshole. Yeah, because. It'd be useful. Where would you put it? Right next to the other one. Would you? Yeah. Well, so you just sort of poo twice. You could do, you could do like double poos, <laughs> yeah. couldn't you? Like a fun sort of Play-Doh factory. <laughs> we were talking about bums last night. Were you? Um, about, uh, have, you, have you got any issue with anyone sticking a finger up your arse? Um, not now. Not right. <laughs> in a sexual environment. Um, I sometimes like it. Yeah. Sometimes it's very enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes it's slightly awkward. How how do we know if in that environment whether you like it that time? What's I'm, your little signal? Well, I I orgasm quite hard sometimes. <laughs> oh. well, if, it's up hard, if it's not far enough, yeah. If it's a doctor doing it, yeah. and checking your prostate. Yeah, you don't um, you don't orgasm. I sort of go doctor, uh, if I don't like it, and I go if I do like it. So there's not much thing. distinction there, there, really, is there? That's no. why you know the the case. Yeah against the person who stuck their finger up my bum yeah. was thrown out of court because uh, they could they said that his pleasure his yes and no yeah. response are very similar and I just mistook them and he got, you, he got off scot free if you had two then you'd have a little choice you? <laughs> that you would could, be nice you could go toilet while someone was doing Do you think it you the could? Other would they be independently controlled and thus so you could decide I'm going to poo out of the left one <laughs> wouldn't it just come out of both you, could, you would have enough control over each sphincter yes to control each separately yes I would thank you <laughs> good I had a man's I had a man's finger in my bum. Um, <laughs> early, a doctor man uh, earlier in the year, and uh, and uh, when he was doing it, he said, "Oh, we might as well check your prostate while we're doing it." I went, "Okay." It was something else, and then he did that, and and literally, as the second he touched it, my phone text went off. <laughs> right? No, but at the time, the text tone I had was from Despicable Me going, "It's so fluffy," <laughs> right? Right? And I felt him shaking. And he was laughing, and I went, right, nobody move. <laughs> nobody make it. And he had his finger right in my ass. And I was going, right, it, it's, it's my text, so we need to all just concentrate on what we're doing at the same time. It's fucking horrendous, but not, not unpleasurable. <laughs> Even in a doctor scenario. Did you enjoy it with a doctor doing it? I, well, I, just touching the prostate. The last time I had a middle-aged woman doctor doing it, I was sort of in, uh, just near King's Cross. Did you start it pushing It cost me a lot back? more money than it would have cost if I'd just gone to King's Cross. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have kind of had a medical check. <laughs> I could have gone to King's Cross and she would have, oh, that would have, she'd have tugged me off as well at the same time. Why are you so dirty? <laughs> I am dirty. <laughs> I prefer, I prefer rimming, if I'm honest, if you really want to yeah, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't want to know, but thank right, you. Okay. <laughs> Nothing's important. It is important same. to know what Richard Herring enjoys with his yeah, anal no, sex play. Just same. in case you ever get in the scenario where it's unlikely I'm, from, I'm married now, sir, so you were looking a bit, so you perked up a bit, went, oh, he likes rimming. Is likes that man on his rimming. own? I don't know, leave him alone, he's allowed why to be on his own. Why is there always some one person on their own <laughs> at your podcast at the front? They're, most of these people are on their own, they've just sat next to other people, they're both on their own, they're just sitting next to each other. So they look like they're a lovely couple. You've done pretty well out of this tack line. At tack line, you're with your dad. Yeah, is it Connor? No, it's not Connor. What's your name? Tom. Tom. I've seen you. Have you come before? You two. Yeah. Very poor parenting. Are you embarrassed now? You've <laughs> subject. You do no, well, I saw this show last night, and my, I was arguing with my wife about pornography. Uh, and uh, <laughs> she was saying, turn it off. I yeah. said, no, no. <laughs> That's what we should be doing. Yeah. <laughs> we can learn. <laughs> she thinks kids, I know you're dad and everything, but just try and ignore that, Tom. Uh, she says kids today are seeing like a lot of uh, hardcore pornography and it's uh, making them have unpleasant sex with each other. I said that kids don't, just are scared of it and don't really like it and don't get an opportunity to have sex anyway, so it doesn't matter. What is the truth, Tom? Speak for yourself. Oh, speak for yourself. If, every, if, everyone, if everyone's seeing it, though, and they think that's what sex is yeah. and they just do it, what's the matter with that? It's just what sex is now. Why can't we just have that as no normal sex now? I can do. Yeah. yeah. From now onwards, all sex has to involve spitting on each other. <laughs> that is part of it that now. That is important. Yeah. <laughs> you don't it doesn't have to, Tom. You don't have to spit on women. You've got to, mate. Only if they ask you to do that, yeah. you can do that. In the mouth. <laughs> call, them, call them naughty names. You, you don't mean it. It's yeah. just in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> so who would have thought this would have... Uh, <laughs> I thought it might degenerate into filth, but I didn't think we would start. Let me ask... Uh, I'm going to ask you an emergency question. This is a great emergency question for emergency you. Emergency Ray Peacock, if that is your real name. It's not. Uh, <laughs> which, if you had to marry one of the Muppets... 
Okay. You like Ray Peacock loves the Muppets, so I've been to his to house. To the point of obsession. I've been to his house, and it's just like all made out of Muppets. It's yeah. true. Everything. It's <laughs> not even a joke. It's genuinely true. Just like the shelves are covered with Muppets. But when you came to my house, I was I was genuinely because I was really tired that day, and yeah. I told you what I was going to do. Yeah. Because I had an idea, and I was gonna do it, but I was too tired, I didn't do it. So I thought I'll just tell him what I was going to do, and that'll be as funny. And I wanted you to come in and wanted to have fist of fun on TV, <laughs> on pause, and say, "Sorry, mate, just write me Edinburgh show." <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, no, I'm, I you uh, love the Muppets. Well, Jim, so Hens- Jim Henson's Muppets—that's important, okay. not, not the Disney Which Muppets. Muppets. Jim Henson's Muppets. Okay, all right. Um, they're still the same ones, though. They're right? not. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they're not. And you've, yeah. only got, you've only got an hour, and we're not getting right, into Right, well, this. I'll do two. They're fucking not. I'll do two. I will ask you this question. I'm glad, as I'm, well. in the, I'm, glad I'm in the I'll middle. I'll ask you two cause... questions. If you had to marry, this is marry one of Jim Henson's Muppets, which of them would Wh- you marry? What are the, what's the next question going to be? If you had to marry one of the Disney Muppets, which one would you marry? Is it going to be that if you had to marry one, fuck one, and all? Is it that? No, it's just if you had to marry one of them. Uh, but that would include you. You could fuck them when you're You'd have to have them. sex. Yeah, well, spit, now, spit all over them. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, they love having the felt clammy. They love having fingers up their ass, don't they? So you'll go very well with them. Which one would you marry? Because I'm hoping you're not going to say Miss Piggy like most people do, because you know all of them, so you can choose an obscure one. Then I'd say Janice from the Electric Hey, that's who I want. That's what we'll have to find. I don't like that her eyes don't open. That's always bothered me. She's got really big eyelashes and she looks a bit dopey. They're stuck together. So. Yeah, Janice from the Electric Mayor. Yeah, that's who I like as well. We're going to have to fight over, as we have with so many women. Yeah, in the past. That's Ray Peacock speaking now for people at home so you can tell the difference between the two of them he's that one and the other one this is the head that's just should have said that we're both yeah. quite sexily horse do you know yeah. what I mean? yeah we went out on the piss last night and we don't really drink yeah but, but we, we knew we were doing this we went out <laughs> to deliberately ruin our voices <laughs> that will have the effect of ruining your voices for your own show yeah. Well. So, yeah. so it's a pyrrhic victory it's a brilliant laugh <laughs> you've got and you I won't I don't know Kermit I don't know he doesn't know the Muppets. Kermit, what, the toad You've one? You've been to his house. You must have seen loads of them. Yeah, I've seen loads of them. Which one did you fancy? <sighs> Which one? Um, what's the drummer? Animal. Animal I just and Janice. I piss him off by pretending not to know the names of them. <laughs> yeah. He does. He gave, what was that on my birthday card? He gave me a birthday card this year where it wasn't even the Muppets, but he kept saying, he did little drawings of them and went, Kermit the Toad. <laughs> <laughs> things like that. <laughs> really annoying things. Fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> You can open your own franchise, the Head Campbell <laughs> Muppets. Yeah. And at the bottom, he put Yoda. Yoda. Yoda the Muppet. You do it with Star Wars as well, don't you? I uh, genuinely don't know anything about Star Wars. I know. Yeah. We once on our podcast, which has been number one this fringe, we once... Um, very briefly and then dropped out the top ten. Yeah, but it has been, been number one. It has been well, number one. Very importantly, it has been this number one. This one has constantly been in the top but it, uh, ten. No, yeah, no, 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 but no, no, our no, one no, was number one. Ours was number one. Yeah, yeah. During this fringe, number that one podcast just during before the, the fringe. fringe began. No, no, first no, it day wasn't. of the fringe. So <laughs> just last year, it's true. Last year, my podcast was number one for the entire for about what's three a, weeks, three, two and a half weeks. So what's gone wrong on it? I don't what's, know. What's affected it? I, don't know. I think it was people knew you were coming on, and they uh, I don't know. they unsubscribed just so they wouldn't know. I would have said, be. yeah, it could be that, but we have been number one. <laughs> so I don't really know. What, I don't know what's happened to your yeah. podcast. I will see with the when the Chortle Internet Awards come out next year. Who wins that? Yeah, yeah. it's not really, so I don't really pay much attention. To the, <laughs> the thing is, we do a podcast because we're like, we're, with them, we're going to be on telly. Yeah. And some people have already, they've sort of failed at. <laughs> so like, what, what is there yeah. left now? We're sort of doing it. We're doing it as a stepping yeah. stone to oh, other things. Yeah. Whereas you're doing it as sort yeah. of a sort of shitty parachute away yeah. from stuff. <laughs> What is there left where no one checks where who can go on it? So it's quite a lot of quite a big stepping stone, though, isn't it? It's taken a long time yeah, yeah. to get up that stepping stone to be on. Oh no, we're, not, be no on we're nowhere near. No, but, we're not, <laughs> but what we're saying is we're on our way. We are headed in the right direction. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, we've people are a lot. A lot of my fans who are. Fans like you as well. <laughs> Adorable. Look, uh, Tom, you're a fan, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> like the way. Yes, Richard. Yes, yes very good, Richard. Crack on. Please, um, can you help me to meet Peacock and Gamble afterwards? <laughs> We're like the new Jimmy Savile, Stuart Hall, <laughs> Rolf Harris. Come backstage afterwards, we'll give you a Jim will fix it badge. Yeah. 
people have been very concerned. Well, no one has mentioned it, but I think they have been concerned. I've mentioned a couple of times that you, about your kidney stones. We've, this okay. is a serious moment. There's nothing. <laughs> Fuck you. There's nothing funny about Ray Peacock having kidney stones like sort of Samuel Pepys. <laughs> I, like Samuel Pepys. Like Samuel oh, Pepys no, no, had no, 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 kidney okay. stones and had to. In the old days, you had to pass them through your urethra, which yeah, was yeah, you uh, still do. Yeah, pretty hard going. Uh, are you feeling better? I think it depends how big your cock is. You've been I think if you're, I'm quite lucky because I'm so like. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm all right. I'm okay. I've had them before. It's not. A, yeah. It's not a new thing. But so worried about you. Thank you, mate. Into hospital. Yeah, yeah. Cheers, mate. I was worried about Ed. What Ed? Would, Ed would be like Les Dennis. Ed was brilliant. Fantastic. <laughs> 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 Do you know what yeah. the, the most horrible moment was? Was that Ed, Ed called for the ambulance, right? And and it was I was in it was excruciating pain. But it was but it, the thing is when it's happened before, it's been like 25 minutes and it passes. So I sort of get myself into a state where I'm like, okay, it's gonna pass, it's gonna pass. And it got to an hour and a half. I was like, this is never gonna stop. This and, and honestly, it's, I, if you've never had it, you will know. And doctors will readily admit it's the worst pain you can actually have. It's actually the worst. Worse pain than childbirth. <laughs> that's that's I've had that as a direct quote from a doctor, okay. right? Like, from the a general, sort I'm, of I'm, sexist I'm sorry. doctor. No, no, those, from a female yeah, you know, doctor. They complain about childbirth. It's not as bad. Also, well, no, during that, like, during childbirth, you'd be like, "Oh, uh, I'm going to get a little baby out the end of it." Yeah, yeah. what do Kidney I get? Kidney stones. Like, oh, I get a little stone in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> don't you can want keep that. Those, put them on the next to the Muppets. Pet, pet rock. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, that so that happened. So eventually, it got to a point where it was like, right, we do need an ambulance. And um, and Ed called for it. Ed's pretty good in those situations because he stays pretty yeah. calm, even though I can tell he's not. He stays pretty calm. Because I was thinking, oh, I can do the solo show tonight instead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, what, the genuinely worst part of it was I was sort of bent over double in absolute agony, and then I heard him. What do to me? Wish he had another arsehole. But then, I no, <laughs> it's the worst thing of the day. I heard him say he's forty, and I went. What? I'm not fucking. I shit. I am. I'm. It was horrible. I'd never heard someone say it back to me at all, and that was what upset me the most about it. Was hearing. I was like, Oh my god, yeah. I am. That's horrible. And I thought I might write a show about that. And then I thought, No, no, that, that's a fucking shit idea. I wouldn't do that. And then the woman on the other end of the phone asked me if you like yogurt. It was really weird. <laughs> So you're all you're all right though. So well, you're I'm not okay. all right, but it's uh, I'm no. so, I'm maybe seventy, eighty percent maybe. Okay. But well, it's we a, hate to think of you in excruciating pain. I know, mate. I know. Thank ways. you. I appreciate that. Um, I didn't, you know, I was in a bit of a dip during the, that first first <laughs> little bit of Edinburgh, yeah. and I heard the news you were in excruciating pain. In it hospital, did, yeah. It did cheer me up a little. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so actually, more than any of your shows have ever yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all we can ask for, really, isn't it? I'll try and die for you next time. <laughs> People are saying spirit of the fringe for Ray Peacock for all the, the laughter you've spread this year. Uh, <laughs> how did you two get together? Because you're, like, you're really old and he's quite young and it's a bit weird. He found <laughs> Where me. did you meet? <laughs> he found me in some reeds. <laughs> <laughs> I did a gig at his school. Right. <laughs> um, university. It was a university. <laughs> big grown-up school. Yeah. I, went, I went to his big school and I did, I did a... Yeah, I was booked to do it. Actually, Russell Howard was booked for it first. Oh, yeah. And then Russ pulled out of it and I did... The, I, it was to compare the Durham Review, the Cambridge Footlights, was it? Yeah. And the Leeds Sea Lights. Yeah. They were all doing their posh kids showing off thing. And um, <laughs> so they thought, we'll have a working class brilliant comic in between them. And, uh, and that's how I met him because he, right. was, he was a very polite boy that day. Was it an element of grooming sort of thing? Sort of <laughs> oh, not just an element. It was 100% grooming. Yeah. Yeah. No, but you, you were all over me, really, weren't you? That yeah. yeah. <laughs> all over you makes yeah. it sound wrong. Yeah, I but you were. Because he was a big comedy fan. And yeah. He was like, he liked you. Um, back then. And, um, <laughs> it's one of the worst parts of comedy when you become a professional comedian you find out all your heroes are pricks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's awful for him, you know. Yeah, yeah. He sits through your show laughing and crying at the same time. Because <laughs> he, know, he knows you're funny but he knows what you like in real life. <laughs> so that's why we get together because I never heard of him. So there was, <laughs> there was no letdown. <laughs> but that's how it happened and I, ne I needed some, uh, you will say, free labour for my Edinburgh show that year. Yeah. And it was actually in the room that we're in this year. It was uh, Ed came on at the end to play a tax inspector. He was like fucking 13. Yeah. And he used to come on in, in a suit every day. And as the fringe went on, 
it got more and more dishevelled <laughs> and it got more and more creased and fucked up and yeah, that. by the last show there was a big kebab yeah, stain kebab right stain down, down the front <laughs> right. I think I said you're not a fucking tax inspector <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that was that's how we met that's how we first started performing that's good I'll ask you an emergency question I can't remember what they are uh, if you had to choose this is to both of you yeah. between being a badger and a cow which would you choose and why being one yeah if you were you had to become oh. a badger you would st- I think we've established you would still have your memories and brain inside it but it would be what? you would That's be horrendous. from now on <laughs> what, who's, worse. who's giving us this choice <laughs> it's sort of go- it's sort of godly wizard herring yeah <laughs> you have a choice between being a I'm going to go badger no I don't want to be a badger because I've met a badger and it was a I seriously. That's what, that's what I mean. That's what I, I think I'd be more like a badger, more sort of, yeah, come on. Yeah, no, but I, a badger, badger used to stop me going to my house once. He used to stand, <laughs> genuinely, used to, uh, and if I was coming back at night, he used to stand on the pavement and used to stare me down. I'd try and walk forward and it would scuttle forward a little bit, so I had to cross the road or take a new way home. <laughs> and I, and I'll, I'll say this a cow has never, never done, done that. that. Never done yeah. <laughs> that. I'd always be scared of getting tipped up if I was a cow. Yeah. I think I, I, I would never be, like, happy going to sleep. Yeah. Because I'd always think somebody Someone's might come and up. tip me up while yeah. I'm asleep. That's a real thing. Yeah. It is, yeah. yeah. So I think as a badger, I'd be like, I can sleep, I'll be fine. Yeah, no one's yeah. going to tip you up. No one will tip me they up. They might kind of poison you, though, and cull you, or no. run you over. No, they won't. No, they won't. I'll be a cow, he'll be a badger, yeah. and then we can still do the double act. Yeah. It's good you've chosen different. That is, that is good. Yeah. Someone's probably keeping track of different that, blokes. Uh, what the numbers are. <laughs> you keep, you're keeping track, Tom. Do you know what the score so far? Badger, badger cow? Not sure. Not sure. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for your help. <laughs> do you want to be here as your dad brought <laughs> As your dad brought you here because he remembers Richard from the 90s? <laughs> I remember your mum from the 90s as well, Tom. <laughs> you slammed him because of something he said. You had to go at a child because Ed made you look a cock. <laughs> what sort of man takes it out on the children? <laughs> what year were you born in? 96. 96, my heyday. <laughs> do, you, do you remember Fish to Fun? <laughs> Nobody remembers it, Richard. <laughs> Your dad doesn't like he's enjoying it either, I have to say. So it's like, I think, I think both of you thought that it was something the other one wanted to do. <laughs> but let's have a father-son day. Doesn't dad like that Richard Herring? I think they're both sat there waiting for you to put sausages on your head. How <laughs> <laughs> confused. Um, what is the, this might be your kidney stones, but what's the closest you've ever come to dying? In real life, like not on stage. I don't, I kidney, take I don't, too think, long I don't think kidney stones are life-threatening, no, but they feel like they. they yeah. feels like you're all going to die. Have you come close to actually dying? You're a pretty unhealthy guy, I reckon. You. <laughs> um, I'm not. Well, I'm not massively healthy, but no. I'm not ultra unhealthy. Right. Um, I have like I will walk from say the bed to the kitchen <laughs> <laughs> and back again with sustenance. Yeah. He yeah. stands up to eat, so that sort of yeah. keeps him moving. Yeah. I will go to the toilet most days. Yeah. <laughs> um, Close to experiences? No, no, I don't think so. But you're so young, though, aren't you? That's the thing. Oh, well, I'll get that'll happen. Really. <laughs> yeah, when you more near-death experiences. I don't know. A bus missed me or something. Badger, that badger. The badger. Yeah, yeah definitely. That might have been it. That's the closest I've been to death. I don't think I've been close to death, really. Wow. I've had little collapses and things, like, but it's normally. <laughs> oh, I've, I've passed out. Yeah. No, I do though, but it's but it's also that great. This is the thing with the kidney stones. The other day, this happens when I have my little collapses and when I get rushed to hospital. And Your stuff. little collapse. Yeah, my little collapse. I've not got very far. When I stop breathing and my heart's not beating anymore. No, but <laughs> genuinely, there is a, there is a plus side. I like go and there's a big light and all my friends and relatives <laughs> are there. <laughs> they go. I just it's got time. It's not your time, Ray. Go back. But there's a plus side to that because you. <laughs> you, do, you do end up going having like a full medical checkup. Yeah. You know, they, then they take you there and you, they get you and they go, right, so your lungs are fine. I had a scan and the lungs are fine. Yeah. Your spleen is fine. Your pancreas, for example, is, my pancreas, right, brilliant. is brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. My pancreas is working fine. brilliantly. <laughs> like, it's doing exactly what it's meant to do. Why is that way it's meant to it's do? It's the perfect organ. I don't know what it does, but it does it. <laughs> it does it. And I, I think it must be a horrible life. If your pancreas just is not bothering... Look, mine doesn't work, all right? That's all he's saying. <laughs> he's no, rubbing it in my face that my pancreas has given up. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, it is um, a shame. What does the pancreas do? You must know if you haven't got one. Just, um, it's got one. It's it just one. lies I've got there. one. It just sits there like a useless bit of ham. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, it produces insulin. Oh, yeah, of course, so it's the old diabetes. The old, the old diabetes. diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> you think, if you looked at the two, you said, which one of them has diabetes? Yeah, no, no. They should do. They should do, like, you know, the advert where one of these men has erectile dysfunction <laughs> and then you're getting adverts and they're... That's toilets. him as well. It should, yeah. <laughs> should be that. Ooh, it wouldn't be for an advert for they just be it's the surprise it's the it's the thin one it's the thin <laughs> you're, making it, you're making a fundamental uh, mistake between types of diabetes I am yes it's not funny but we've got to learn guys okay? I, was, <laughs> I was confusing them for comic effects yeah. that's what I was doing well that's quite a dangerous thing to do <laughs> That, could that kill your diabetes? Yeah. yeah it will, it will, almost. Yeah, slow, just... <laughs> it could kill me instantly or slowly over the course of many years. <laughs> well, you know, it's been, you've left a legacy behind of the shows you've... you've are, you di- are, you, are you not diabetic? No, I'm not, no. Have you been tested for diabetes? Uh, not recently. Mm. I, I eat a lot of sweets. Yeah, same. Yeah. yeah but That's not the same as being diabetic. So that, <laughs> that's called a sweet tooth. <laughs> I've got that then. <laughs> I think I'm all right. Have you got a history of it in your family though? No. No, I've got it. It is in my family. Oh, is it? So I, I will probably get it at some point. Watch out. No, I'll be all right. Okay. <laughs> He's really healthy, haven't you? He only just has his little collapses. That's about <laughs> it. Collapses. It's like yeah. once a year, tops. Yeah. He's done, loses his Just at Christmas. Um, well, you're doing a documentary about Les Dawson. You're a big fan of Les Dawson. Yeah. Isn't Good. Uh, let's, what, not, let's, talk, let's not talk about it anymore. It's on radio Why are you it? such a fan of Les Dawson? What's the, what's uh, the appeal? Because as that? a child, um, there was like there was shit coming down telly, fist of funds, and there was uh, <laughs> no, no. I was just a big fan of Les, uh, Les Dawson. Just always um, sort of. Uh, kind of uppercutted a little bit, I felt. Fuck off looking at your watch. I'm just checking what time it is. Right, it's fine, been, fine. It's been such fun. Have an I want to make sure, I want to make sure um, that we haven't no, overrun. It just... No, uh, but, uh, like we haven't overrun. There's ages to go. <laughs> it reminds me a bit of being in the uh, Peacock and Gamble show earlier this week. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> the best part of that was I just briefly looked there and he just went... <laughs> I can't say that on the podcast, but you should come to it. Uh, <laughs> no, I ju- I ju- I like, I, I'm a big fan of Cannonball. I think Cannonball... Yeah. This is the thing we talked about when we had the joke thing of us ripping you off and all that, yeah. is that we, uh, m- well, me certainly, and you certainly, big fans of Cannonball. Yeah. So it's not that we ripped off Lee and Herring, it's that us and Lee and Herring both ripped off Cannonball, <laughs> is what actually happened, you know. So, um, uh, so it's true, it's genuinely true. Uh, it's something he says in private, but I'll give that to the public domain. Um, and uh, so Les Dawson was always like, I, ju- I just found him just really intriguing as a man, and just really, you know, it just so many things that he did in comedy. You know, he, if he just did one of those things, if he was around now and did one of the things he did, he would be a massive, massive star still for one thing. And he did all those things. And I, I just found him an utterly intriguing man. I was absolutely heartbroken when he died. And that doesn't really happen when, you know, with people who you're, you're fans of and stuff. And when Les Dawson died, I was heartbroken. And his books are amazing. And the documentary we've done on 4 um, Extra, it's on the 14th September. And I'm, j- I'm properly proud of it. Like, properly proud of it. Because it was just like, we've interviewed Ken Dodd. I sat with Ken Dodd for two hours. It was fucking mental. <laughs> and, and like, Neil Innes. I sat at a piano with Neil Innes while he did Les Dawson stuff on the piano. And it's like, this is a fucking dream job. This is amazing. <laughs> and and the, the three hours as it's been put together, it's just, it's just really, really cool. And it's uh, hopefully a nice uh, tribute. But also, I think it's quite... There's some really interesting stuff in there mm. about his life and about his career and that. So, um... Do a joke, do a joke. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but I, it's, it's one of those things. Yeah, I, 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 I it's like three hours on, so it's like, is it some of his, is it like some of his uh, shows? We, we've got, is that um, all in one? All in one is it just you talking? It's all, it's all, it's is it going to be you talking for three not, hours no, no, like that? No, and he's no, good because of this. <laughs> <laughs> he did this. Uh, uh, showing yeah, showing a it, genuine interest and passion for stuff. Les Dawson was a fat man in the 70s and 80s. He'd done a character where he squeezed ladies' busters but never touched him. No, no. It'd be great if you in the doctor. Benches going, I talked for Ken Dodd for two hours, it was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Shall we try to record it? I can't try and remember some of the stuff he said. And Neil Lewis was playing the piano. Just, it was oh, just yeah. like when Les Dawson does it. Yeah, just, did, just didn't bother recording that. it. Didn't bother recording it, like you with our fucking podcast here last year. Um, 
uh, yeah, no, it's uh, we, we have uh, him reading "Come Back with the Wind," one of his novels. Yeah. There's an, an episode of that, which is then repeat the whole things on the following week. Uh, it's his final interview, which is in the psychiatrist's chair, which he did a week before he died. It's an amazing interview because he was normally very silly in interviews and that, and he was a bit funny in the interview. But there was a bit of depth to this interview as well. It's really lovely that that exists as a thing. But you know, it's a shame that it was so close to his death. Uh, there's also uh, Marriott's monologues where he's doing some monologues and him doing Tubby the Tuber which is a kid's, a kid's uh, story that he reads with a full orchestra oh, it's yeah. all really really rare stuff and, uh, and we've, we've sort of dug it all out of the archives and, uh, and that's intercut with me chatting and also me chatting with people and there's Lee Max on it uh, uh, Ken Dodds on it Neil Innes uh, Robin Inns He's gotta be. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's it's really really nice. I'm dead proud of it. I'm genuinely proud of Just it. Just let people know I'm not on this before you get really excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you've been you've been near me when I've been speaking about it. Yeah, I've been right near him when he said all about it. I don't really know much about Les Dawson. What deliberate, would, he deliberate. It's a Muppets thing, I think. What would you What would you do a documentary about? Who would it be about me? Maybe I can give you a bit of an interview now. I do. Yeah, I do. Oh, it, it would be called you? It would be called the decline of Richard Harris. <laughs> I and it would start love. with your peak at the, at the Oxford Review <laughs> and then it would work its way down all the way down to this moment now when you, when you have us as guests. And Alexi Sale on yesterday. Oh, was Alexi. Mad, well, amazing, obviously. I've never met fucking fair class. <laughs> what? Well, that's all right, though. It's very disappointing for Hey, me. we can be political. <laughs> he's quite... He's quite, he's quite <laughs> just don't want to at the moment. It's not going to be. <laughs> He's quite. He's very. Uh, he's a very interesting man, I think. Yeah. He's. he's he is kind of. Uh, he's, he's very self-confident. Let's say. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. So he's, he was talking about how he went to the art gallery and there was lo- loads of people's names on the wall of the art gallery and he was looking for his own name. Oh really? It was, for, it was donors to the art. And his wife's going, "Well, you're not. You're not. You haven't don- donated anything. <laughs> Still might be up there." <laughs> <laughs> That's, but he's. He, you know, he's. He's a. He's, a, he's an amazing comic. I once like. paid seventy pounds for an autographed Alexis Sale book. Wow! I was got you that for nothing. Yesterday. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> but I, it was, I was about thirteen or something, and they had a, an auction for. Uh, it was a charity thing at my school, and they'd got. Uh, I'd spent a fucking fortune. I got Stephen Fry's autograph <laughs> on a photo and that. French and Saunders. Yeah, no, 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 no. I tried to kill myself once. Um, <laughs> twice actually. So fuck you, Fry. Um, he's done it more than. Yeah, once. I know he hasn't. Is. Uh, no, I, I bought all these things and then uh, my, they were in my car when I went to university. My car was stolen and oh, burned no. out and I lost them all. I've not got any of them now. Tom, how much would you pay for a signed Richard Herring book? <laughs> I've, got, I've got one here I could sign. This is Richard Herring, by the way. This <laughs> <is Richard> <laughs> how much you got? Can you get me Stuart Lee? I can't. <laughs> What a shame that wasn't on mic. No one will ever hear that. Uh, yeah. What a horrible life you must have to lead. <laughs> yeah, I, I was, I was, I was like, here, this is amazing. And he was wandering around with, uh, with his family uh, and his son started pointing at the picture of Bacon Face outside the stand and going, that man is there. And then pointing at Stuart <laughs> just over and over again, going, that man is there. That's that man. That's that man. It's fucking brilliant. Of his own dad, yeah. yeah. He calls his dad that, that man. man. That yeah. man, yeah. That man from Comedy Central. <laughs> <laughs> he blew. He could have blown the whole thing. Yeah, we no one knows it. Some people think it's me. So I'm yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. send oh, right. Bacon yeah. Face, and uh, I'm going to prove that that isn't on Sunday because he's going to be a guest on Sunday yeah. Bacon Face. And there's yeah. no way I do a podcast where I just talk to myself. <laughs> 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 So that will be... Oh, certainly if you did it, it'd be fucking dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> A fucking insult to people who bothered to download it. I just wanted to do something that you would, wouldn't be able to copy. <laughs> <laughs> you spilled coffee on that lady? No, you haven't. I didn't, know. On that nice lady's table. A nice lady she, uh, This lady here has been handing me my coffee. Has really quite sweet. Thank very you very nice, much very for that. Sweet. Pretty like uh, Ray Peacock's assistant. <laughs> No, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're a little like. So I saw the show. The show was great. Before we talk about that, though, we, we should get to the bottom of this. What? So, because um, I worry about you, Stu. Yeah. What? Um, so <laughs> I'm speaking. To, uh, what, what, was your, what was your name again? Tom. Tom. What, I know um, your name, Tom. Uh, so, do you prefer Stuart Lee? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can answer freely. It's be fine. answer freely. Don't worry. I won't well, be upset. Now, now, yeah. yeah, yeah. What well, after today? You mean or after? Is it horrible? Yeah, Is it horrible? Because I worry about this. We're sort of like with, with like Ed, like going off and getting famous. And yeah. That. Like, is it is it a horrible life? Are you like? <laughs> no, but because obviously you're still friends with Stu. But is yeah. it like? 
Because I don't think I was gonna say I don't think he would want that, but he fucking does. But what like was it like between you? Is it like is it tense and stuff with no. him going off doing telly and all that sort of thing? No, I think it was sort of. I think like ten. You're better ago, about it. No, I think ten Come years on. ago I would have been, but I'm not because I don't. I wouldn't really want what he's got either. I think it's. You don't want to be on telly and successful. No. <laughs> no, you're right. You're definitely over this, mate. I am. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm I don't, genuinely curious about I don't it. really. I mean, I'd, I'd prefer to do what I'm doing. I'd prefer to not... I mean, there's a lots of bad... There's lots of good things about being on TV and being famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's lots of bad things about it, and I kind of prefer How'd the life know? I have. Because <laughs> I've seen... I've seen lots so, of my yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. Though, Everyone I've ever worked with, I've watched go up that ladder what? to the top. What, yeah. What's yeah. always crowns shining. But you know they probably just make up bad bits to tell you so you don't feel awful about your own life. <laughs> Oh, it's bloody awful being famous. Yeah, as they're sat in a big jewel. <laughs> <laughs> I hate living in this jewel. I feel like a bunny from Superman. <laughs> well, um, no, because I. The, but the, the unfair thing that I always think with you and Stu is that first off, that you're even related to each other in that way anyway, because you are both separate performers as well. But also that you, when you've been a, you've been accused of ripping him off, and that's not. Yeah, fair. well, that was that's annoying. That was fair, annoying. But that actually only happened like a few. Very, no, I very say it loads. I say it a lot. Yeah. But when, um, when I I came back to doing stand up at the time that he was just becoming massive at stand up, he, yeah, like, yeah, he'd done yeah, stand up yeah. for a long time. And got really, you know, he'd come to Edinburgh and get really slagged off by the same people, I'm sure, who then went, yeah, yeah. oh, he's genius, doing the same material. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's a genius. And he was great. He was really good in the 90s, and, you know, and he's even better now. But he, he it kind of, as I came back to stand-up, which I didn't want to, never really wanted to do, and was difficult for me to come back to, yeah. I had to then contend. Understandably. I then had to contend with my fledgling attempts at stand-up being compared to his, you know, yeah, yeah, so that yeah, was yeah. kind of an odd thing to do. Um, but but the, it was annoying when people said, you know, Rich Tang clearly copied Stuart Lee without thinking, without even considering that we might have influenced each other. Yeah. No, of course. Or that course. I might have influenced and, and it, him. Yeah, so. but it's, I always think it's kind of unfair. I, I do think it's kind of unfair because you are, like, e easily as good as each other. That's that's genuinely true. You are. And your ideas, and I think, um, in, I, I love Stuart I'm insulted by that because I think I'm a lot better. No, well, <laughs> well, I was actually going to, I had a caveat to that, <laughs> where I was going to say that, but, but you've been far more, um, is disparate the right word? Far more, sort of, you, you've done far more different things and, and a, a jack of all, not a jack of all trades, <laughs> competent at a lot of things. <laughs> Whereas Stu's mainly about traits. just, yeah, but Stu's mainly, you know, just like talking slow and over yeah. and over again. You cram, you cram a lot more in. Pick that up. <laughs> Drop my Slytherin book. Stupid boy. That's why you're not on the BBC, because you can't even know your book. Things. I keep dropping things. It's a, it's a condition. Your back's uh, really sweaty. I, I saw know it is. Yeah, yeah, that's why amazing. I'm doing this against here. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm wearing a new shirt. It's kind of made of nylon or something. I don't know. It's a bit hot in here. Um, this, this line of questioning has made me sweat. No, but I think it's... But I also don't think... Also, it's not over yet. The competition between exactly. me and Stuart Lee is not The race over. is not to the swift, <laughs> but to those who keep on running. <laughs> and I think you can't... You, I, th I think it's very easy to get bitter. And no, Alexis so Hale was sort of talking about that list, though, about not getting five-star reviews and, you know, and being jealous of other people. I think right. he still is a little bit... Okay. You know, you can eat you up. And the thing is, you're never, ever... Go the people I've worked with, I'm never going to be as successful as Steve Coogan or Chris Morris or, you know... And the, and the, all when did you work with them? You didn't mention that. That was back <laughs> in... Uh, Armando Yannucci <laughs> I worked with. Did you so work with that? Um, you know, but they, so you've got to you've got to kind of work out what your place is. What did is you what work you on with them? Uh, it's got a show called On The Hour. I've got the a CD of that. You're not mentioning that. <laughs> <laughs> got the old CD. I mean, we're back on the new are you, CD. Are you? Yeah, then you've, then you've they brought it out again. We let them, well, it worked out all right. Uh, no, not, I'm not crazy. I feel like it's weird, like, it's weird when, you, when I went to the Alam, I, I, I was trying to go and see uh, The World's End uh, in Leicester okay, Square, okay, yeah, yeah. and uh, I got to the theatre, the cinema it was on, and they said, oh no, it's closed today, because they were having the Alan Partridge premiere. <laughs> <laughs> and so I couldn't go to see the film I wanted to see, Fuck because the I... Alan Partridge premiere that I'd, you know, not created, but yeah. Uh, and, uh, Honestly, that is a photo that I would have blown up so big <laughs> in my living room. Just you on, sat on the floor, just kicking your legs with a lolly outside the probably all these people behind you going, I should be inside yeah. there. <laughs> just all the people, you standing at the side of the red carpet going, I helped make that. <laughs> Oi, Paul Ross, I should be in there with you. <laughs> So it was weird, but I found it funny, you know. So I, th I think, I think like ten years ago, I might be more bitter about it. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. But I'm kind of, I really like what I'm doing now, and I wouldn't have got to do the stuff I'm doing now if yeah. It, uh, well, that's good that someone it does. But it's not. Uh, <laughs> it's, I hope you don't kill yourself. 
Still, like, tell it you've got a time, it's still loads of time to go. It's fine, yeah, yeah. Well, because Ains, what you're saying about our show, it was all, it was quite, it's not Thank as good you, as last year's show. You say that every, still, year. every year, don't you, Richard? So. <laughs> I do. It's the law of diminishing returns, it's some more, it's a mature, there's a mature maturity to this that's, year's show. I think that's genuinely true. Yeah, is that not true? It is true, yeah. Which is, you know, given that your humour is about immaturity, is a, is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's certainly a conflict, isn't it? It yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, it really and is. There's a, you know, there's a, it, almost, you know, it almost makes you go, oh. What was that? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what so is that the second bum hole being triggered? That's me going, I'd like that. Uh, <laughs> you no, know, it kind of makes you, make, there's a sad bit in it, isn't there? And there's, uh, there, yeah. Of course, it is. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, our, yeah. ma- our manager uh, very nearly cried at it oh. one night. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, not, we're not selling one. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, there, there's, there's a little moment there. Yeah. I think it might trip people up a little bit, but it's that, I think because our, our shows are all actually, for all the stupidness and the, you know, the idiocy in them, we do actually think about it, believe it or not. <laughs> and it is, and they have an underlying thing to them. And like last year's was very much about, was a, a revolt against TV. and We were kind of mistreated by a TV thing. And uh, and we uh, and and that was a uh, it, it basically came from us sat in my living room, being very upset about something that had happened to us within TV, and Ed saying we should just call it we don't even want to be on fucking telly anyway, and then we did call it that without the fucking edit because that's childish putting a swear word. In there. <laughs> um, and 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 this year I think the show's about uh, genuinely I think it's about friendship. It's about friendship and about how friendships change and how things... Is this, that sounds far deeper than it actually is in the actual show. But but we do think, you know, I think it's about how friendships change and how things can affect friendships. Like, I mean, I can imagine you getting very upset about it because, you know, what happens in the show is one of us is far more successful than the other one. And uh, But yeah, but, it, but it's that thing and that how that affects and, and how and if it's worth it or not, if it's worth it. To and there's a bit where he dresses up as a deer. That's true. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> very, very funny. And he, and he sings Summer Loving for a lot, that's a true. long uh, time. It's, it, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> It's actually called Summer Nights. Oh. Um, but it's that the, the deer bit is what we also affectionately refer to as the walkout point. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing, because there, there is a thing. We've had like, we've not had many walkouts this year, but maybe four or five, no, not even that many, maybe maybe two or three. But when, when they leave, it's always the same point. <laughs> and I always like the idea of them going the next day to their friends and them saying, well, why did you walk out of it? What, what was happening? And go, well, I decided to walk out here at about the 45 minute point when the fat one dressed up as a deer <laughs> and the other one started telling the audience that they weren't allowed to wake it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of, I suppose it's like the Eric and Ernie thing that they, were, they would fight each other but then if anyone else had a go at them they would be... They were sort totally. Of, yeah. But that happened before, you know. In, when we first did our podcast in 2007... Um, was it that? Or was it earlier than that? The Ray Peacock podcast, the original podcast we did together. Yeah. We had uh, our friend, our friend Raji was on that as well. And and uh, you know the the thing within the dynamic where we would take the piss out of Raji, and he you know deserved it. But <laughs> but if people attacked Raji, sometimes people get giddy with that, and then they attack Raji on like you know social media and that sort of thing. Yeah. We would immediately sort of pull you know pull together and, and fight back against them. Yeah. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, it, it is that thing. People do think that they've got a, a right to sort of... Was that because we were friends with him or because we wanted to we wanted to bully him all ourselves? We wanted to be the, the main <laughs> bullies of it. He is our one, you can't do well, that. Well, no, it was. I think it was just a fundamental misunderstanding of what was actually going on. You know, people thinking, oh, yeah, let's let's say things to him on, on public media. It's like, well, no, but he is a bloke and we're doing it in quite a controlled environment. You know, we're punching him in quite a controlled environment <laughs> and yeah. things like that. Um, but uh, yeah, but he just got to the point where it was utterly unbearable for all three of us that it was like, we have got to stop doing this because this is just, people are, it's a, it's a bully mentality. And when you're playing with bullying as a joke, which we were, mm-hmm. um, you, you run a very big risk at that point. I mean, there's lots of things in that podcast that I, I would say I, I kind of regret now or kind of don't want to hear anymore. Um, because you, you play a very dangerous game because how bullying works is other people join in. And other people start bullying as well. You're like, no, I'm, we're not ringleaders. We're yeah. not. This is our friend. And then people start saying, oh, they're being racist. Like, no, we're not being racist at all. You, you calling us racist is the most racist thing you can do. <laughs> we're not bullying him because he's brown. We're bullying him because he's a prick who, <laughs> happen, who happens to be brown, right? <laughs> and that, that, you know, and that, so all that starts coming. In and it gets very complicated and very tangled. And all you want to do is just call your mate a cock, and uh, and you can't because everyone else is doing it in a far more vicious way. It is. It is a difficulty. 
is, Richard. You're right. Um, look, we're going to have to uh, have a quick break for some stand-up. Why is Naughty Keith not in the show? That's the best thing you do. What are you, what are you thinking? Um, I thought, if anything, from last year's show, you should have dropped the two of you and just kept Naughty yeah, Keith. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've you read, to have I've read your way. blog. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, uh, we couldn't think of anything to do with him. No, just uh, go piss. Piss. Could he come out, for, especially for the podcast? He's on, he's on the... Uh, I'm not going with me, but... I know, it doesn't matter. He's in Edinburgh. Piss! No, he'll do his catchphrase from last year that you always enjoy. <laughs> do you remember his new catchphrase we did just for your podcast? Yeah, God. He used to say piss. Piss. But now he says mong. <laughs> <laughs> and it upsets Richard. I seem to remember that getting a similar reception <laughs> last year. <laughs> I love the feeling of it. It's amazing. People need to know their history as well, and many of them probably don't, and so they just think you're a despicable... (laughs) They're not not far off. You two fuck off for a bit. Um, We'll come back on later. Give them a round of applause. Pop John Gamble there. From off of uh, Big in Japan, their show's called. Go and see it. (laughs) It's at the Gilded Balloon. Uh, (laughs) Big in Japan. Uh, Proctor and Gamble. Uh, we, uh, we always have a five-minute uh, stand-up act, of course. Um, fantastic to uh, have this brilliant comedian. Uh, we'll, we'll get, I'll get on with it because we're running out of time. Please welcome Dana Alexander. Hey. All right, you guys, all right. Good to be here. Good to be here. I'm sure you guys can notice by my accent that I am not from around here. Still getting used to the British ways. I gotta tell you, what I've learned in my two years living in Britain is, any time you hear an accent like this, get the fuck out of there. (laughs) So sad, so sad. Anytime I hear that accent, it's always fucking with me. The first time I heard that accent was when I was watching Come Dine With Me. Somebody got on there and was like, I don't wanna eat any of that foreign muck. So I just had a baguette on the way in. (laughs) Very fun, very fun. So I took a train up here from London. I gotta tell you, I don't understand how you can take a plane to Spain for 25 quid, but it is 77 quid to go from London to Liverpool. What the fuck is that, right? I paid them my money, it was all fine. I showed up on the train and then they told me that there was nowhere for me to sit. The only place I could sit on this train was the floor. I'm like, what the fuck? This is how you lose your first world status. (laughs) Can I bring my goat on here as well? I really started to kick off. You're not allowed to kick off everywhere you go. You know what I mean? Anytime I kick off, I always get these phrases said to me. Like it or lump it. Chin up. Stiff upper lip. Keep calm, carry on. When in doubt, do not. I'm like, how many of these do you have? Can't we just do something? The answer is no. Yes, I gotta say, I don't mind a little bit of revolution, right? A revolution is how you end a holocaust. A revolution is how you free a slave. A revolution is how you let Susan Boyle be a pop star. I'm a big fan of Susan Boyle. You know what a Susan Boyle is to me? Susan Boyle is a reminder to all of us that we need to let ugly people sing again. We've silenced them for too long, I'm sorry. What the hell do good-looking people have to complain about? You ever listen closely to a Beyonce lyric? It's like, oh my God, is it the club with my girls and my man wouldn't stop calling me? I'm like, how the fuck is this a song? (laughs) I want to hear from somebody who's had pain in their life. I want to hear from Susan Boyle. Do you imagine being Susan Boyle? It's pissed down rain every single day. She's never had cock, oh my God. As soon as she sang, it was like an angel flew out of her mouth. I dreamed a dream. She's still dreaming that cock dream. That's why she's so good. The other thing I think I'm getting a little bit annoyed with as time passes on, you can't bullshit people anymore, right? Because everybody has Google in their pocket. You notice anytime you have a question for somebody that they don't know the answer, they go, well, why don't you give it a Google? Like you never fucking heard a Google before. Isn't that a nice way of just saying fuck off? I think the sad thing about Google is that everybody treats Google as if it's some type of oracle. I don't think Google has all of the answers. I have a few questions for Google. For example, is it appropriate for me to smoke weed in front of my dad on Skype? Why is it that men only profess their love to me between the hours of 2 and 4 a.m.? If reincarnation exists, what did you have to do in a past life to be born a black ginger? Is it appropriate to want to start dating just so I could take advantage of some of these deals on Groupon? (laughs) Has there ever been a time on this planet when Woody Allen looked young? (laughs) I still have no idea as well. Who the fuck let the dogs out? Does anybody know? (laughs) Yes, so you guys, I don't know if you guys have gathered this, but I am a Canadian. I moved uh, from Toronto to Tottenham. 
And if you guys planning on doing a foreign move, Google that shit. <laughs> I'm not a snob or anything, but I couldn't help but notice that there was a pigeon eating a diaper on somebody's front lawn. So I said to my cousin, I'm like, oh, so, um, what do you do for fun in Tottenham? She's like, stay the fuck inside, girl. That's what we do. You guys have been absolutely fantastic. I'm at 9.20 at the stand for follow me at comediandana.com or comediandana at Twitter. And I'll be on Culture Show tomorrow at 10 p.m. BBC2. Thanks so much, guys. Dana Alexander, go see her. Fabulous work. Uh, great. So please welcome Bao. They're here. Uh. <laughs> They're back here. Uh, so it's uh, it's you two. What's your show actually called? I've got the name. Heartthrobs. It's called Heartthrobs. Heartthrobs. Where's it, it was, really on? Yeah, 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 but it was changed. It was, was it? We called it yeah. Big in Japan. It was called that, yeah. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we changed, changed it. it. We changed it's it. It's a better, better title, Big in Japan, because no, it's no, no. being Big in Japan. Yeah. But we changed it on, on deadline day for the Fringe Bro show. Oh, did you? Because uh, yeah, the Pleasant said some, uh, there was a show here like, last year or the year before called Big in Japan. Oh, there was, yeah. And we were like, oh, right. And then, and then they said what it was about. We were like, oh, fuck, that's quite close. And then, <laughs> and then, and then, and then we were sort of like, okay, fine, well, we'll, we'll retain the premise, but we'll change the title. But we had a, a really panicky day of coming up with titles. It's really hard to come up with a title on yeah. the spot. And we had about maybe 30 of them. Yeah. But they were so fucking stupid. Like, what's that really long one we had? Oh, it was something about, uh, don't... Peacock and Gamble, yeah. I've, I've eaten a bit of chewing gum and swallowed it by accident. <laughs> but and their grandma says that it's, it forms a little ball in their tummy, so you've got to be really careful. <laughs> Next year's show, that's basically your 40 words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and do you remember being in, uh, playing in and acting in the film, in the show? Oh, I'll start again. Oh, well, edit that out, edit that out, Terry. Do you remember acting in the TV show Doctors? Yes, uh, yes Terry yes. Olderson was on the other day, and he, did, he was in it, and he didn't remember. Oh, really? <laughs> really? I remember it. I played a psychic called Billy Taft, and what happened was, is the psychic, is the, uh, the episode opened with me at the bottom of the stairs, and you think, oh, no, he's dead, but I wasn't. And then uh, it turns out I was just drunk, so that's all right. And then later on, I go to a, 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 like a little pub, and I do a psychic reading and stuff, and I have a little funny turn. And then they take me to One the One of his little collapses. <laughs> <laughs> they take me to the doctors and I'm given the all clear but I'm not very well and then when I'm in the actual uh, waiting room I collapse with an heart attack and then I've done a screen kiss um, although they said it was mouth to mouth but it was a, the, the lady was touching my lips um, and then I went to the hospital and I was all alright in the end but it turned out my manager had been giving me magic mushrooms um, so we, we fell out and weren't going to be a psychic anymore but we were still friends in the end spoiler alert <laughs> very good look where we two people just clapped a synopsis of an episode of <laughs> Anyone watch Doctors? Do you watch Doctors? Have you seen Doctors, Tom? Never watched it. It's on at school time. That's probably near school. I was in Doctor Who as well. Did you watch that one? Was no. That? No. Look at you don't no. watch it. Well done, Tom. I was in that. I was in Blink. We, oh, with the, 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 the most statues. Yeah, that yeah. was good, that one. Thanks. Don't remember you being in it. I was in it. Don't remember. I was Were you one of the statues? No, no, no. I was in it was with it. Really, although, although. Really ugly one of that. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I look just <laughs> like you. <laughs> you say that is... That is the best impression. <laughs> We've got exactly the same fucking measurements. Yeah. You as, as, like, you, as you know, we You are. look like me if I was in Carry On Streaming <laughs> streaming as, and was in dressed up as Odd Job. I, was, I had a scene with Carrie uh, Mulligan before she was all uh, famous and that. Yeah, I was, I, I was the owner of the DVD shop where they'd done all the, all the Easter eggs. Oh, I remember, that yeah. That was me. Banto had a name. I'm in the Dot 2 encyclopedia. <laughs> I was in I Britain's top 50 most annoying people saying funny things in between clips. <laughs> I was with him, but I let my trousers fall down at the back, and that's true. <laughs> I so we've all done good stuff, I was Richard. in Doctor Who. I was in the audio version of Doctor Who. Were you? CD, yeah. I played a, a, spa a space plumber who gets turned into a Cyberman. Is Cyber that true? Man. Did yeah. you really? Oh, no, I got my head... She was, got turned into a Cyberman. I got my head crushed by a Cyberman. Brilliant. Yeah. We, probably we were in live at the Lech. I know we weren't. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's save all of these because they're good facts and we've, we've wasted them. Uh, we're going to play a game of true or false now to win some amazing prizes. Let's go through this prizes. First, the most exciting one is an easy-to-make, fun-to-fly Roland D11 biplane. I'm just going to give that to Tom. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I'll keep a, you occupied for the rest of it. There's a, uh, nice. a face of one of Ant and Dan's or Dirk. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> it should really be both. Thank you for helping me. I'm dropping stuff. That's a nice man. Uh, free DVD. I, I, we should uh, mention this. Are you having to give them away? Yeah. I'm giving those away yeah. free <laughs> instead of having posters up like some idiots have done, spending three thousand. I, I agree with you completely. You. I made a I made a very similar response video to your one, your video yeah. that you made. I made one as well. I know. I completely agree with you about the posters. <laughs> so if you go into YouTube, you can have a look on YouTube. So look at Richard's one, and then put Ray Peacock and, and my one, and you will see that we did very similar videos, <laughs> exactly the same. Where I completely agree with Richard, <laughs> and uh, and it's in no way a dick's trick to say that when everyone's already spent the money. <laughs> I, said, I said it last year at the end of last fringe, and invited everyone to join me. I am I right. Would. I am right. I am a better comedian than waste. you. It's do what I say. Money. Do what I it's say. A waste of money. Just use your money. He's a Cyberman, not a Dalek. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> We got tickets too. You can, you can. It's what I like about that is you've parodied a video with about a thousand hits, <laughs> and yours has got about a thousand hits. Yeah, yeah. It's the most weak ass parody. <laughs> um, uh, tickets to uh, Will Adams Day. Oh my fucking god! That's good. I might take some of those. Uh, I can probably get them for free on uh, Tuesday. That's today, eighteen forty. He's uh, the guy from uh, the boat that rocked, uh, amongst other things. <laughs> He's one of the ones who doesn't try and rape anyone in the boat that rocked. Oh, right. Uh, that's gone a bit off the radar, hasn't that film, since the news came out? I think we're all, uh, think we're all just turned into a telling documentary. Oh, we all enjoyed that. Wasn't it a laugh, laughing at those old men raping those young girls? Oh, no, no, the climate's changed now. Richard Curtis better move on to something else. It's like, it's like we're sat in someone's granddad's house. <laughs> and he's just over there fiddling with his drawers yeah. going, oh, they were all raping people, weren't they? Will Adamsdale won the Perrier Award for his, <laughs> his show. He's fantastic. Yep. He's doing a new show, Working Progress. Do go and see that. A Bitter and Jaded free magazine you can get anyway for free. So there's no... But it's good. Uh, it's not that good, but he's, he's a nice guy. Uh, two, lots of... You can have some popping candy. Oh, uh, it's horrible, though. Popping candy. Uh, Haribo that's gone missing. There was another bag of Haribo, but Dana Alexander ate it backstage, thinking Whoa. it was just a gift for her to eat. I think it was her. It was one of you. No, no, no. Someone well, did. it wasn't me. Uh, Talking Cock, the DVD from GoFasterStripe.com. If you've enjoyed this podcast, why not go and buy Talking Cock? on DVD or the book which is because we can get it free from our management <laughs> <laughs> and also a, a Rehef in hell Whoa. put a bit more effort into it well your uh, fans are so into you <laughs> <laughs> this is a large man I'm hoping a large man it's not extra large though I'm afraid uh, so we might be in trouble actually they're looking they're quite slim men I don't know why I'm Good saying that I'm the fattest person here uh, it's a finally that you can you can buy from I've forgotten the address of it what is Co- it? Uh, Richard Herring. You forgot the name of your own fucking website. <laughs> it's not mine. It's someone Amazing. else's. Oh, I've got it written in here. We've got plenty of time, right? Time mm. doesn't mind waiting. RichardHerring.CottonCart.com. Uh, there's going to be some new designs up there that we're making. Uh, but those, there's a couple up there already. If you want to buy a T-shirt, if you've enjoyed the podcast at home, you people, all right? You've all paid for stuff. You're going to get something free now. So we're going to uh, do a uh, true or false competition. You need to stand up. Uh, everyone in the audience, uh, I was going to say if you're standing, but you're not that popular, there is no one standing. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to blame you, Rob. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to make, if you think the statement's true, put your hands on your head. If you think the statement's false, put your hands on your bottom. If you get it wrong, you have to sit down. Simples. Remember that advert? I do. Yeah, very, very funny, wasn't it? With the, with, <laughs> when he said with the little pigs. Yeah. <laughs> Tall pigs. Yeah, the little pigs going, oh, um, simple. I, here's fact number one. The jeans I'm wearing today are made by Red Herring, which is the same name as me, as I've got, except mine doesn't have red on it. Is that true same or initials. false? It is our herring. That's what I like about it. Is that true or false? It is false. They're made by... There's one uh, man there with only one hand. My, o- my oh, other... God, that could have been bad, couldn't My it? other... <laughs> My other pair. He has got two hands okay, to check. Uh, my other pair of jeans are from Red Herring. These ones are made by someone else. What waist are you? Uh, no, I'm asking genuinely because I have real problems. I don't know. I, I think these. I might have gone up to 38 with these, and okay. that might be. Yeah. I'm 40. That should be. An, that should be another. It might be 40. I can't remember. I'm I remember. 40. I bought a new suit, and this should be a fact. I bought a new suit for the show, and when I was probably at my fattest, but I've actually lost weight during Edinburgh. It's a bit baggy now. Right. Have you got a statement? So of truth you've or lost weight, I've lost weight in Edinburgh. Edinburgh. <laughs> All the sweating. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> when I drink a glass of water, I've got one. I've got one. Okay. Fucking, I've got one. Um, true or false? It's not public knowledge, but Richard Herring has been arrested during this fringe. True or false? Tom's going for true. What is the answer? I don't know, have uh, you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I have not. Bad luck, Tom. Why do you think I'll be arrested? 
Because of the I way you spoke to him all fucking day. <laughs> I'm going to take you back there. I'm going to take your trousers down, young boy, and spank your little bottom <laughs> for everything you've done. <laughs> and, and, yeah, we're all going to take you back there and point your trousers down. I'm not. I'm not. On the record, I'm not involved in this. I apologise to Tom and his father, who he is with. <laughs> Have you got a statement of truth or false and we've got to get out No, I don't, quite frankly. And I think we should roll this towards the end now before the police turn up. We need to do it fast. That's what we need to think of. Um, oh, God. Now, let me have a look in my list of Say things. Say something private about yourself. Um, <laughs> he uh, said it all. He's done about 15 Edinburgh shows. Uh, 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 Ray Peacock used to be in a sketch group, a, a triple sketch group called Big and Fat. Is that true or false? <laughs> What were you? You're big no, and, I wasn't. No, big and daft. You're yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel bad about the way the others in that have gone on to be more successful than have you? Have they? No, it was yeah, him, me, bit. and Marcus Briggs. <laughs> <and> we only <laughs> perform on balloons. Oh, that's Rob good. Rob, Rob Rouse has done all right. He's done yeah, very well. Yeah, but John well. stopped doing it, really. Oh, yes, so, yeah. Yeah. so you're in the middle. Yeah. Uh, in my dream last night, where I dreamt I was in a balloon with Peacock and Gamble and Marcus Brickstock, I was there was a, a fundamentalist Christian terrorist plot, and uh, so I was the balloon crashed. Is that true? <laughs> and this is kind of a kind of You're existential. So good at riffing. It's an existential question because you know our dreams true or false. <laughs> so uh, it is. Uh, it's true. It's true. I think that that, that all happened in the dream. It was yeah, an amazing you, dream. And I'll verify that you did say that. Are you um? Are you a large man? No, you're not a large man. But you'll get. You've won a large man's t-shirt. Uh, uh, thank you very much for that. I'm going to put this down. What does it say on your shirt? Don't worry, everything what? I wanted to read it. It says Rahef, that's what it says on her new no, shirt. It I can't says, stop looking at it just because she's got. That's why I asked her, that's why I asked her. She's got a lovely, nice lady spotty. You're <laughs> <laughs> such a charmer. <laughs> Look, there it says Rehef. Horrible, sorry about that. <laughs> have you got a marker pen? We'll put Peacock you can give on that the back. <laughs> you can give that to that man. He's quite a large man. Is that who you're with? That yeah. yeah, we're just talking about your body. We're not, we're not. you are. Sorry, you can't. No, you just talked about taking someone's son backstage <laughs> and pulling right. down his he's, trousers. He's a fan of the show. <laughs> he's he's, that's what he's clearly not. <laughs> we went backstage and went, neither of them are enjoying it. Why are they here? That's one of the first. Fuck it, we gotta go. Please give a massive round of applause to Dana Alexander. Uh, go and see her show. And to uh, Proctor and Peacock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it. Proctor and Ray. Ray, Eddie. Go and see them too. Goodbye.